you have found the land of Eos. Here, love, friendship, and peace rule supreme. However, the world is ever expanding, and along with it, denizens of both friend and foe. Things are not always as they seem here. Finding their own strengths and courage within one another is the only way the Guardians can survive. Take a listen, friend. Here are the Center Chronicles. Over the next few days, Niz and Khan packed for themselves, and despite the remarkable amount of supplies, once they were fully packed and prepared to head out, neither were overburdened with weight. Khan touches base with everyone, informing anyone who needs medical attention to report to Sam. He gathers several items from within his office that Niz had never seen. What are those? Items that will help me cast a spell. They're quite old. I've never seen them. That's because they aren't on display. Am I going to hear a lot of that? Probably, but at least you'll begin to understand why. Where are we going? Deep within the wilds. The jungle? Yeah, it felt right. For? It's time you learn of the Magnificent Seven. Or, in other words, my best friends. And co-workers. Co-workers? Gaul, Driven, Siren, Phantom, Silverfang, and Caesar. Including myself, we made the Magnificent Seven. I never met any of them. Do they live out in the wilds? Oh, sweetness. Sometimes I forget how tender you are. Should I be offended? Not at all, sweetheart. It's truly one of your best qualities. They don't live out here, darling. They sleep. You don't mean a nap. No. I knew Gaul... Or, I guessed. But all of them? Not one made it. No. I'm so, so sorry. It's alright. <laughs> Silver Fang would say occupational hazard. Several days pass as they walk through the hazardous terrain of the wilds until Khan and Niz come to a purposefully marked-off clearing. As night falls, Khan prepares a fire. Can I help you? It's alright. I know I've been super cryptic, but I think this will help clear up the confusion. Here, sit by the fire. Above, in the celestial realm, clouds form. What's going on? Mm, who cares? That's not supposed to happen here, right? 
I... I don't know. Come on, um, let's go. We'll... we'll take shelter for this one. Khan lights the fire and begins casting a spell, throwing the items from his office into the fire, changing the color of the flame from orange to pink to black, until it finally settles onto a ghostly blue flame. As he sits beside Niz, six ghosts emerge from the flame. A female high elf, a hooded figure, a very tall half-giant man, a wolf similar to Khan, only his fur looks to be white, or would be if it weren't translucent, with streaks of silver within. Another male elf. And lastly, a very young-looking and fairy barbarian. The half-giant smile splits into a grin. Gone! So great to see you, my friend. You must be gone. <laughs> Guilty. Who are you? Yes, we would all like to know. My name is Niz. Wait, you guys can hear me? You called us forth, did you not? I did, but... I was having a good nap, too. You, uh, never napped when you were alive. The amount of shit I gave you to knock your ass out. I, I didn't think this was going to be interactive. <laughs> Oops. I must have slipped up the powders. This is awesome. Okay, okay. So, here go. Niz looks to the woman next to her. And you are... I am Siren. Niz then looks to the wolf. I am Silverfang, Master Healer. Well, um, I was. I, I had an off day. Shut it, Draven. The male elf looked as though he was about to make a comment, but instead bites his tongue. <laughs> I am Drevin, Arcane Archer, at your service, ma'am. Niz looks nervously to the hooded figure, who seems content to remain quiet. They call me Phantom. I... I see. Niz takes in the youngest looking of the group. He had horns like a ram, and his skin was red. He wasn't a species she had ever seen before. My name is Caesar, and I... I... I killed them all. Don't take all the credit. Caesar... We didn't know it would be this way. Besides, I survived that. And so did Con. Paths are chosen with reason. 
Um, what? Watch the fire, Niz, and come with us to the very beginning. Niz feels the tiniest poke of a needle and falls deeply asleep. What the hell did you do to her? Now that was uncalled for. It will put her in a dream state, so she can experience the story rather than have us tell her. It will make the memory as though it were one of her own. Siren, the elven woman, walks up to Khan. Stand down, Siren. A malicious grin slides across Siren's face. You are no longer my superior. Now, sit. Khan suddenly finds himself on his back. Good boy. In Niz's dream, the world is new. The only thing in existence was the Silver Forest and the Mists. Khan and his team were tasked with keeping the forest safe. As time wore on, they began to wonder what it was that was the threat. What were they protecting it from? They began to build the first city, but as they did, things began to appear from the mists. At first, the attacks were small, demonic forces that the Seven were able to handle easily, but it became a gnawing problem. Ugh, these forces get stronger every time. It's not like we can handle them. You uh, aren't wrong, but uh, like with so many healings, it's important to find a root cause uh, to ensure it doesn't continue. Are you suggesting we scout around? The day is long. Nights grow ever longer. I think after today's battle, it'd be smart to move and see if we can figure out where it's coming from. Just to help keep the forest safe. Siren, Phantom, move ahead and see what you can find. The rest of us will follow. Siren's eyes linger on Khan for just a moment, an unreadable look on her face before she nods and walks with Phantom into the mists. Khan and the others follow behind, working in formation to make sure they remain safe as they travel towards the deep heart of the forest. It's there they find seven gates. The gates were mounted on frames of marble, pristine and smooth, not even a tool mark to be found on any except one. Before the gates are pedestals, and each pedestal has different markings, none of which Niz could understand. But one of the gates was split right down the middle. Clawed creatures pulled at the cracks in this particular gate. These are small, insignificant. We can easily take these and put things right. That is only the first wave, Caesar. We need to plan this through. Maybe we can repair the gate. Surely it's here for a reason. Caesar raises his blades to the sky and imbues them with flames of fury. 
With a hearty chuckle, he slams his weapons on the gate, sundering it completely, the stone shattering like balsa wood before him as he charges in. For a few moments, Caesar had no problem laying utter waste to the demons and spawn of hell that raced from that gate. But soon, he was overpowered as bigger and stronger creatures began to rain forth. Fall back! We cannot win! Open the other gates! Our only hope is that they balance this out somehow. Siren, Phantom, Caesar, and Khan were all yanked behind Gaul as he stood before the gate, a shield before the onslaught of demons, and creatures of dark and hate continued to pour out. Gaul, we are family. Fall back. Open the gates, Khan. If I fall back, they get out and we can open the rest of the gates. Choices were made. We got with it, brother. Work the gates. Where? Where is Caesar? The others work quickly, sundering the other gates. Khan wastes no time sprinting back in the hopes to save Gaul, his best friend. He ran for hours, calling out to Gaul until he is found, standing, leaning on his axe. You live, brother. Khan's joy is swiftly sucked away as he nears his dear friend and finds him a pincushion of various sharp weapons, a look of grim determination etched on his face forever. Even the enemy gave the fallen hero a wide berth as if they were unsure that he was really dead. Khan's screams were so visceral, the remaining creatures of the dark scatter. Khan's fur turns black in mourning, and he picks up his own blade ready to charge when he hears something. He looks around and spots young Caesar holding something. Khan rushes to him and sees him rocking back and forth. Khan, I... No, no, no. Don't. Is... Is Lily Baby... He... He's like us. A mistborn. He's... He's your brother, Khan. There's something... S special about him. Khan takes the barely born babe with eyes that sparkle like lightning. I... I stayed with him. I fucked up, Khan. I know. It's... It's okay. But he, he fought well. Khan, he did. Easy, Caesar. I... I'm really tired, man. I don't think I'm gonna wake up. Khan looks over the young soldier, who was indeed just as grievously injured as Gaul. The sunset is forever yours, my friend. Khan carries the small child out of the gate, past the pedestal, 
to his remaining friends. Rough indeed. Niz begins to come too, her furry face damp with tears. Portal, the birth of Portal was the death of two of you. Wait, what's going on here? Well, now that you know our boy's past, it's time to look to the future. What do you mean? It has been eons since we have been here. You are the first to meet the queen, and now he has brought you to us. You must mean something to him. That was super direct, Phantom. I'm proud of you, being so forthcoming in your old, dead age. We can gather how he feels about you just by you being here. But are the feelings mutual? What? Of course. She's kind of nervous, Khan. Are you sure about this? I have never been more sure. Is that so? Siren's eyes linger on Khan a moment, just as they did in Niz's dream. You love him. Silence. You prefer discretion. Sorry. Only as plain as the nose on your face, girl. <laughs> we all knew. Shut up. <laughs> we get it, though. He was your superior officer. I said shut up. Siren stalks towards Niz. I don't like your lack of discretion, but he's happy. But know this, if you ever, ever break his heart, you will never want to sleep again. Are we clear? Y yes, ma'am? Tick-tock. What they mean to say is, our time is running short. Much as we would love to stay longer, if we delay any further, we might rip a hole in your celestial realm? Wrong powder. You were right, Khan. This wasn't supposed to be an interactive kind of thing. We were supposed to come and play our parts, then disappear into the mists. Which, by the way, cool place. Thanks for inviting us. But he slipped something into the powder that gave us an echo of sentience. Uh, he said wrong powder. How do you get all of that from what he actually said? Uh, ed educated guess. Khan laughs, a truly genuine belly laugh that warms him from the inside. <laughs> uh, 
I miss you all so much. We are never far. Oh, but you are. No, we aren't. We live in your memory, Khan, just as you live in ours, in our realm. Ew. Are we getting mushy over here? Never. There is never mush here. Unless it's an enemy we've destroyed. Hell yeah! I do think it would be better for us to, um, go for a walk, boys. I'm sure Khan and Gaul would like some time. I'll go with you. Yes, please. Stay with me. Besides, she means they'll go until they fade. And if you go with them, they'll fade and you'll be all alone in the wilds. Oh, well, I only meant to give you guys some privacy. No, you don't count when it comes to privacy. Khan opens his arms, and Nez sits on his lap, making herself small, but present. Sensing he didn't want to be left alone when it was time for Gull to fade again. Can I ask a question? Shoot. Normally, when guardians die here, they go to the celestial plane. And, you know, there's a constellation formed in their memory. How come you guys don't have one here? Because, little one, we died before that was a thing. Oh, I... I see. Was Pardo called Pardo because he came out of the gate thingy? <laughs> I don't know, little one. That is most definitely a con question. However, if I had to guess, I would say yes. Is he well? Pardo... just... is. Fair enough. I... I wish we met... Under different circumstances. I know you mean the world to Khan. I wish that too. You seem to mean an awful lot to our boy as well. I... I hope so. No need to hope. I could see it. Gaul, the ghostly giant of a man, offers his hands to Niz, and she puts her paws in his hands without reservation. I wish you could know the Khan I did. He isn't the same man, but from what he shared with us while you were sleeping, I am convinced that part of him that was there with us. The ease to laugh, fun-loving guy is still there. Even it is you who revived that part of him. I know it doesn't mean much. I'm merely an old ghost. But you have my eternal gratitude for seeing the way we got you before we died. From you, sir. That doesn't mean a little. It means everything. The giant man beams at her. Can you do me a favor, little one? If I am able. Can you please douse the fire? You'll need to rebuild one. The magic is almost burned away. When the fire is out, please take its embers to a nearby running river. If there is any magic in anything, the Running River should dispel it. 
course. It was lovely meeting you, Gaul. Rest well. Thank you, little one. Niz does as she's asked, and as the last flame fades, so too does Gaul. Khan takes a long minute to himself before coming to assist Niz. Thank you for being here. Wouldn't have missed it for the world, love. Are you ready to head back tomorrow? Yes, the queen is waiting. The Center Chronicles is a Land of Eos production written by LB with music and audio engineering by Jacob Howard and sound effects by Archangel Studios. Featuring the voice of the cast in order of appearance, Shin Kibi as the introducer, Gavin Cash as the narrator, Night Goddess as Niz, Deep Voice Guy as Khan, The Merry Meg as Arn, and Red Wolf as Eclipse. Guest starring Snow Reaper as Gollum, Janice Coons as Siren, Amar MVA as Drevin, Steve Wynn as Caesar, Gavin Cash as Silverfang, and Daniel Stallings as Phantom. The Center Chronicles is a free weekly podcast that you can enjoy on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This has been the finale of season one. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, please like, comment, and subscribe. Give us a rating and let us know who your favorite character has been and what you look forward to seeing in the future. Until next time, friends. <laughs>